I had a vision somewhere last month, but I feel it is in connection with the recent outbreak in China. I wasn't bothered to share this at first, but I was worried, as I saw this vision trying to find expression before my eyes. I was in my eighth month of pregnancy. That day, I really felt some unusual feeling. I felt weak and dizzy. In the morning, I planned of going to the antenatal, but I thought of laying down and resting a while before I go. I didn't know what happened, but I was taken into a deep sleep. When I woke up it was around 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I had slept more than five hours since morning. In my sleep, I saw myself standing in front of something that looked like a dilapidated building. A mere skeleton of its former self. I stood there and was confused. As I stepped through the path, I noticed it was like an old and abandoned hospital. It stood as a haunting relic of days gone by. I wandered through the ruins, passing by rooms. They echoed with a forlorn emptiness. As I ventured deeper into the vision, I saw before my eyes, children, lying in beds with vacant stairs, their frail bodies, covered with the scars of neglect. My heart sank as I realized the gravity of the scene before me. These were not mere figments of my imagination. They were the remnants of lives left in the wake of abandonment. Room after room, I encountered the helpless faces of innocence. I saw people's eyes pleading for a touch of solace. I kept wondering what was going on, and I could almost feel the weight of their silent cries. I had not given birth at the time I had the vision. But in my sleep, what I saw was that I saw my child among those children. In the vision, it was like I had given birth already and my child was part of those that were suffering the affliction. The air in the abandoned hospital was thick, with the stench of suffering, and the agony of the children within its decaying walls was alarming. I saw in each room the children lay in beds that seemed to swallow their frail bodies. Their eyes mirrored the darkness of their forsaken surroundings. These were not the victims of common childhood illnesses. Their afflictions were shrouded in mystery as if an unseen force had unleashed a merciless plague upon their tender lives. The children's cries were not the familiar sounds of childhood discomfort, but haunting wails of anguish. Each child was desperately pleading for mercy. Their bodies, contorted in pain, bore the scars of a sickness that defied the norm. Unidentified and insidious, the illness seemed to have woven its malevolence into the very deep of their beings. As I moved from one room to another, the horror of their condition was shown before me. Some children lay motionless. Others twitched and convulsed. It was a sight that seared itself into my memory, a relentless nightmare from which these innocent souls could not awaken. The absence of medical care was glaring, a void that speaks with the cruel indifference of abandonment. No comforting hands reached out to soothe fevered brows, and no gentle voices whispered words of reassurance. The children were left to navigate the labyrinth of pain alone, their silent screams echoing in the emptiness around them. The urgency of their need was painted on their faces, a plea for someone, anyone, to acknowledge their suffering and offer a lifeline. But there was no one. But in this forsaken place, compassion was a rarity, and the children remained trapped in a nightmarish reality where their silent pleas went unanswered. 
In the desolate corridors of the abandoned hospital, a sudden view flashed before my eyes and gave me a broader understanding. I got to know that the calamity I saw was not limited to this forsaken place alone, but a worldwide affliction, a pandemic that had clasped its malevolent grip around the nations of the earth. In my sleep, I found myself again, transported to various corners of the globe. Streets were littered with the silent forms of children. Their tiny bodies huddled against the harsh pavement. The harsh reality struck me like a blow. As I witnessed the extent of the crisis, children, abandoned and helpless, left to bear the brunt of an unprecedented calamity. In overcrowded hospitals, the scenes were equally harrowing. The floors were lined with makeshift beds, each occupied by a child, battling the cruel unknown. Medical facilities were strained beyond capacity, their resources depleted, and the dedicated healthcare professionals overwhelmed by the sheer magnitude of the outbreak. The hollow echoes of children's cries sounded through the hospital corridors across the continents. Desperation painted the faces of their parents and caregivers as they clung to the hope of a cure that seemed elusive. Suffering knew no boundaries. It transcended borders, cultures, and socioeconomic divides. In some places, hospitals stood as mere shells of their former selves, devoid of sufficient medical personnel to combat the relentless onslaught. The few brave souls who remained were stretched thin. As the global panorama of suffering unveiled before me in the haunting vision, I began to cry uncontrollably. The weight of the collective anguish, the helpless children scattered across the world, and the overwhelming scale of the pandemic pressed upon my heart like an unbearable burden. I longed to avert my gaze, to escape the piercing reality of the scenes before me. While crying, I was shouting and screaming, as I could see my child lying there, but I was helpless and could not do anything to help him. Suddenly, I turned and I saw a young boy, who came from nowhere, standing beside me. His eyes were filled with wisdom that seemed to defy his tender age. He approached with a serenity that contrasted sharply with the chaos around us. As if sensing my unspoken questions, the boy began to share the story of how this unprecedented outbreak had started. It all began in one particular country, but he never mentioned the country's name. His voice, steady and measured. At first, the government of that country believed it was a minor issue, something that could be contained, but time proved unkind and the situation escalated beyond anyone's imagination. The initial complacency paved the way for a crisis that spread like wildfire, crossing borders and oceans. His words painted a vivid picture of a world caught off guard, an escalating disaster that outpaced the initial attempts to contain it. The boy's intelligence and fluency in describing the events struck me with awe as if he held the keys to understanding the very deep of the unfolding tragedy. As the small boy's words sounded in the desolate space, it was as if a television screen flickered to life, revealing scenes from nations across the world as they grappled with the unfolding pandemic. In one nation, leaders took decisive measures, shutting down activities in a desperate bid to regulate the spread. Yet, despite these drastic efforts, the pandemic seemed relentless, 
finding new avenues to spread its tendrils of despair. The scenes played out like a tragic event. Hospitals overflowed with patients, their corridors, echoing with the strained voices of healthcare professionals, pushed to the brink. In a desperate attempt to shield themselves from the onslaught, some nations opted to sewer connections with the epicenter of the outbreak. However, the insidious nature of the pandemic defied such measures, finding alternate pathways to infiltrate even the most fortified defenses. Now, this time, the vision was like a television, showing events after events. It revealed the interconnectedness of humanity, transcending geographical boundaries and diplomatic divides. The virus moved stealthily, indifferent to political posturing and desperate attempts at isolation. As nations struggled to contain the contagion, the futility of their efforts became painfully apparent. The vision continued further, revealing the devastating aftermath of the outbreak as it swept across the globe like an unrelenting tempest. Nations, in a desperate bid to contain the spread, succumbed to the harsh reality of total shutdowns. As I observed the scenes, the impact on the economic landscape was undeniable. Businesses shuddered, and the daily rhythms of commerce ground to a halt, and the specter of recession loomed large over the world. However, the economic setback was only a fraction of the tragedy that was revealed. The toll on human life, especially the children, was beyond comprehension. In the wake of the pandemic's merciless march, the hospitals became overwhelmed and the morgues overflowed with the lifeless bodies of the innocent. The sheer number of casualties surpassed the limits of imagination. Rows upon rows of small lifeless bodies occupied every available space, and the usual dignity afforded to the departed was a luxury long lost in the face of overwhelming tragedy. The vision painted a picture of despair that transcended borders. No nation was spared. The agony of parents who had lost their children, the anguish etched on the faces of those left behind, spoke of a sorrow that goes far beyond the limit of language or culture. In my vision, as the scenes of devastation continued to reveal, the gravity of the situation became even more apparent. Mothers' faces etched with despair, the sound of their grief rung in the silence left by the closure of businesses and industries. The familiar hum of activity in churches and mosques had faded. What I was witnessing was not merely a dystopian fantasy. It was a premonition, a glimpse into a future that awaited if decisive action wasn't taken. The scenes of sweeping mothers and silent places of worship were not figments of imagination, but harbingers of an impending reality. In the wake of the haunting vision and the weight of its foreboding message, I couldn't shake off the persistent worry that gripped my heart. News about an ongoing outbreak in China and the eerily familiar scenes mirrored the spectral images from the vision that had unfolded before me putting fear in me. Three days after my vision, I had a miscarriage. But I know everything works for my own good, and I trust in the Lord, for He knows what is best for us. My husband and I are in pain, as it's our first child we were expecting. However, we trust and believe that God knows why this had happened. Hope seemed elusive, and the fear that the vision's warning might indeed come to pass loomed large. I prayed that none of what I saw ever come to pass, because it was a tragedy beyond mankind.
I pray that we all live to see the light of the world, which is Jesus. Thank you for watching to the end. Please help us get this message out to the rest of the world by forwarding it to all of your friends and family members. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, please do so right away so that you can receive other videos on God's word in the days and weeks ahead. I am grateful to you and may God continue to bless you till our next meeting.